This message is from Pastor Iziko Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. May God bless you as you listen to the anointed word of life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, this morning we are standing on holy ground. The rightful place for them for us to be. Not a place except in your presence. Let the water will flow from your throne of grace this morning bring forth joy and prepare us for that eternity which in heaven. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Lord is good. We are continuing our message, spiritual rebirth, part three. This message is so important for the soul of man to make it. That is in series. We have preached part one. The Lord taught us about what spiritual rebellion is all about. In part two, the Holy Spirit blessed us with facts about spiritual rebirth. And today we are going to, by the leading of the Holy Spirit, go through the benefits of spiritual rebirth. We are taking a message from the book of 1 Samuel chapter 9, verses 15 to 21. And um, we all know the story of the prophet Samuel and King Saul. So the Lord is teaching us what spiritual rebirth is all about and the benefits. So I will read from verse 15. Now the Lord had told Samuel in his ear, a day before Saul came, saying, The Lord had already told the man of God what will happen, events that will comfort the Lord God will do nothing except he revealed it to his servant the word. Let's place us ahead of the enemy. And that is why by reason of today's service, the Lord will always place you ahead of your enemy. Amen. Mm -hmm. Verse 16. Tomorrow about this time, I will send thee a man out of the land of Benjamin. And thou shalt anoint him to be captain over my people Israel. That he may save my people out of the hand of the Philistines, for I have looked upon my people because their cry is come unto me. God is talking to somebody this morning that your cries have come unto him in Jesus' name. Amen. And when Samuel saw Saul, the Lord said unto him, Behold, the man whom I speak to thee of this same shall reign over my people. And this is the man that will reign over my people. Saul didn't know about all these things. Hello? Saul was preoccupied with material issues. Saul was preoccupied with economical issues. Saul was preoccupied with the father's business. It's still happening today. So many people are preoccupied with vanity upon what? Vanity. But God had told another man, say, this is the man I have ordained for special assignment. I want you to understand. God has ordained you for special assignment on earth. Amen. What you just need is spiritual rebirth. Key into it. Hold on to it. And it will manifest. We will worry over nothing. What God has worked out for us. I want to be this. I want to be that. I want to be this. I want to be that. I want to have many cattle. I want to have many sheep. I want to have this thing. They were looking for the one that has missed. The one they thought they lost. But God had something bigger. Hello? God had a big throne for Saul. But he was busy looking for 
cattle, sheep, earthly things that were missing. But there was something bigger. God has something bigger. A higher responsibilities for you in Jesus' name. Amen. 18. Then Saul drew near to Samuel in the gate. And said, tell me, I pray thee, where the seer's house is? <laughs> and Samuel answered Saul. And said, I am the seer. Go up before me unto the high place. For you shall eat with me today. And tomorrow I will let thee go. And I will tell thee all that is in thy hand. That anointed my head with what? And what happens again? Surely what? All the days of my life. Forever and ever. Today, God will decorate you with the anointing for merriment in Jesus' name. Amen. That prepares a table before me in the presence of my what? Enemies. So I didn't know that God had prepared a table for him. Many do not know that God has set up tables for them. Tables of joy, merriment, peace, long life, good health, prosperity, breakthroughs, promotion, connections, announcement. But there are things we need to do to begin to walk into that realm. That was what God had to do. He had to reconnect Saul. Hello? Let for Saul. Saul wouldn't have walked into that realm. Am I talking somebody? But God, by his divine plan, began to reconnect Saul and drew Saul to himself. You need the Holy Spirit to direct your footsteps. Order your footsteps to the place of your blessings. Order your footsteps to your divine helpers in life. I can do it. I'm a man. I can do it myself. Nobody should tell me. Nobody should tell you what to do. Nobody should tell you what to do. You know what to do. You know nothing. You know nothing. You are capital fool. Because you do not know anything about yourself. Did Saul ever know that he was going to be a king? You won't allow God to, to order your footsteps. I know myself. I'm man enough. I'm a man. Who told you you are a man? Who told you you are a man? No matter how old you are, is anybody up to 100 here? In the sight of God, we are all children of what? Children will remain children in the sight of God. You can't be man enough in this. Even, even if he calls you man of God, you cannot be man enough in the sight of God. You are still a child that does not know his left or his right. Your word is a lamp unto my what? And a light unto my path. Without him is the word. You do not know yourself. You dwell in darkness. Stop allowing the devil to tell you lies that you can handle. You can't handle anything without him. Look at what he has planned for Saul. But Saul was busy looking for what the father has lost. He was busy. If not for God, whether he had recovered 20 or 1,000 a day, he goes back and becomes who he wants to be. At that level of natural limitation, the God had prepared a table. Somebody here, you are going to walk into that table God has prepared for you. Amen. Go before me into the high place. Today you are going to eat with me. And tomorrow I will let you go. And I will tell you everything. 
Say, huh? how, how does this man know about me? Uh, uh, me? I will not go. I will eat with him. I'm a stranger. How can he has welcomed me like this? You are not a stranger before God. God is your creator. He knows everything about you. Things you do not know about yourself, he knows. He knows that sickness that will bring you down tomorrow. That sickness that will bring you down tomorrow, he knows about it. That disappointment that will not allow the person to go forth, he knows about it. And because he's always ahead of the enemy, and knows what you do not know, that's why he will not allow you to fall into that trap. Amen. You think that you are alive because you are smarter than those that died. Are you more handsome than those that had died? Are you more beautiful than those that had died? Are you weather than those that had died? Are you smarter than them? What do you think you have that makes you so special than those that have died? It's just his mercy and grace. Nothing qualifies us. Eh? How can this man know? He knows me so well. 20. And as for the ISIS that we are lost three days ago, set not their mind on them. Forget about them. For they are what? Found. And on whom is all the desire of Israel? Is it not on thee? And on all thy father's house. And Saul answered and said, Am not I a Benjamite? Of the smallest of the tribes of Israel. Can anything come out from Nazareth? How come these wonderful wars? Messages are coming to me. He said, My family, the least of all the families of the tribe of Benjamin. Wherefore then speakest thou so to me? How come you are giving this kind of message? This kind of message do not come for people like us, like my family. It doesn't come. That promotion, that position doesn't come for people like us. There is no history to show that anyone from my family has occupied social position. We don't have the record of words. We don't have the record of long life. We don't have the record of good health. We don't have the record of affluence in my family. Check my ancestors. We don't have it. How come I'm having this kind of message? Today, the Holy Spirit is talking to somebody that every possibility in your life, whether it started from the days of your ancestors, in your life, it shall be made possible. Kamahara kamahoroko. So this morning, we will trust the Holy Ghost to guide and enlighten our eyes of understanding, our spiritual ears and minds of understanding on the benefits of spiritual birth. Number one, divine prompting. Divine prompting. We know what prompting is all about. The Lord prompted, or let me say he arranged, divinely for the asses belonging to Saul's father to get lost. For the benefit of divine connection between him, God, and Saul, through Prophet Samuel, for the fulfillment of God's purpose on earth for that era. I want you to understand, all of you, one by one, you are covenant children of God. And it is the duty of God to work out everything about you if you allow him. If you allow him to have access to your life. And that's why this morning the Lord has a word for somebody. That from today, you will begin to locate your destiny helpers. That by reason of this service on spiritual rebirth, heavily sponsored prompting, 
will cause a divine connection between you and your destiny helpers. Number two, the greatest business of God on earth is and has always been so winning. The greatest business of God on earth has always been so winning. Spiritual rebirth or so winning didn't start today. It didn't start in our generation. It started before you and I were born. From the Old Testament. That's why it said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his what? Righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, his righteousness. All these things shall be added unto you. But don't harden your mind as he calls you daily to embrace this what relationship with him. Every day he's calling upon us, minute by minute. Seek me first. Second by second. Hour by hour. Seek me first. Day by day. Month by month. Seek me first. So we see that it is a scenario or sequence of events that played off about Saul was already predetermined divinely for Saul to enter into a new relationship with God through spiritual rebirth in order to fulfill God's purpose for him on earth. Hello? God had a He had mapped up the destiny of Saul, but Saul didn't know. Most of you here do not know that God has mapped out everything about you. You are not new to God. He created you. Before you were born, he had, David said in Psalm 134, and fearfully and what? Wonderfully. He said, in your book, you have written everything about me. Even when I was still in my mother's womb. Psalm 139. Before you were born, God had written out everything. Most of us do not know that God had written out everything. And God cannot create a failure because our God is not a failure. It's not a failure. God cannot abandon you because God does not operate an abandoned project. Whatever thing he starts, he will do what? The author and what? Finisher. The beginner and the finisher. Doesn't abandon. There's not like a banner project. In God's diary, not. So did he know? These things are still happening. Many do not know that God has planted everything. But they are still struggling. They want to do it by their mind, by their power, by their mind, by their power. That is what they want to do. Kamahoroku. It's not by your mind or power. Stop struggling with God. Allow God to order your footsteps. He says a good man and what? Order. By who? By the Lord. If God is not ordering your footsteps, devil is ordering your footsteps. Because there is no vacuum in the spiritual realm. For God to use Saul, he has to recondition Saul. He has to bring Saul back to himself. Allow God to draw you back to himself. So that what he has for you will manifest. For you to be able to walk in the fullness of what God has for you, He must draw you back to Himself. He must draw you. He has to recondition your mind, your heart. He said, Keep the heart to what? For out of it are the issues of life, the fountains of everything. Relationship with God. You have to recondition. There must be a rebirth. Hello? So He had to draw Saul back to Himself. When God wants to bless you, He either sends people. To you or send you to people. Is that not right? When the devil wants to steal, kill, 
destroy, demote one, something happens. When God wants to bless you, he uses people. He used prophet Samuel for Saul. And if he wants to destroy one, he uses people. Hello? The son of Solomon called the elders the father used. What do I do? Based on the man this will have presented to me. The people gave him wise counsel they have always been giving his father. Tell them you will be lenient with them. Do not be hard on them. He called another group. Oye group. We have arrived group. What happened? Another group said, Tell them. Your father was lenient on them. Now will be a scorpion unto you people. The first people were human beings. Second people were human beings. Is that not right? That man taking an unto evil altar is known to God, but not known to you. It might not be known to you. But it's a human being. Altars just, just wake up and begin to move. Somebody activated them. Human beings will bless you. Human beings will cause. Human beings will promote. Human beings will demote. Any power, man or woman, waging war against their destiny, today is demoted for life. We should be able to discern the kind of relationship we keep. Is that relationship an asset or liability? The relationship you keep, is it an asset or a liability? The relationship that are asset, they are the ones that are liabilities. Is that relationship a plus or a minus to your life? Does that relationship add to your value in Christ? Is it of added value in your life? Or does it diminish or take you away from? Does it add or does it minor? Does it move you forward or does it move you backward? Does that relationship take you to Christ or does it move you away from Christ? Is that relationship such that will help you fulfill God's purpose for you on earth? Or such that will destroy your salvation or resolve to eternity in hell? Our relationship with Christ is an asset-based relationship. It's an asset-based. Come with me to the book of Ephesians, chapter two. It's an asset-based relationship. Maharaku. Ephesians chapter two. We read from verse twelve and thirteen. See that at the time you were without Christ, without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel. Without, you were a stranger to that common where God has preserved for his children. A stranger from that common weight of Israel. From that common where he ordained for his children. And strangers from the covenant of promise. Strangers to his divine blessings for us on earth. Having no hope. Without hope of making it. In earth and in heaven. Why? Because without God in the world we live without God. If you live without God, if you don't have spiritual rebirth, you are a stranger to his blessings. You not be entitled to his blessings on earth. not be entitled to his blessings of eternity in heaven. They said 13. But now in Christ, now we have embraced spiritual rebirth. Now that we are born again, now that we are recognizing him as our Lord and Savior, living holy life, you who sometimes we are far off. Some you that before was a stranger are made nine by the blood of Christ. We are now drawn into his kingdom of blessings to enjoy that asset. And I prophesy 
He will enjoy his assets on earth here. And he will enjoy the same assets in heaven in Jesus' name. Amen. Relationship with Christ is a relationship that entices us to God's wealth. Common wealth ordained for his children both on earth and in heaven. It is a relationship that gives value unto us on earth and ensures continuity of eternity in heaven. But for one to be a beneficiary, a partaker, you must go through spiritual rebirth. That's why he says, seek you for what? The kingdom of God and his righteousness. I prophesy that from today, God will send people that will add value to your life. He will send people that will add value to your soul. To your marriages. To your businesses. To your families. To your destinies. In Jesus' name. Today, God will add value to his relationship with you in Jesus' name. Number three. There is what is called reservation. (laughs) When you talk about reservation, you're talking about reservation, you want accommodation in a big hotel to be reserved for you. They're expecting something important. A guest is coming. We make reservation for that guest. We create a space. Reserve a space. Reserve a portion. Reserve a seat. For one. There are places you go. They put barriers. If you bring your car, drive to that place, they show you where to park. You won't be allowed. That space is reserved. Reserved for a VIP. That space is reserved for a VIP. But the other side, general. Everybody can park there. That seat in front, reserve it. Don't allow people to sit on that front row. It's reserved. For who? Hey, Kamahoroko. I don't know whether you know who you are. Most of us do not know who we are. That's what the Lord said this morning. He wants to feed somebody. He wants you to know who you are. True spiritual rebirth. Come with me to the book of First Samuel. If the earth can go into the business of reservation, heaven will do better than that. Because the kingdom and system of the earth is copied from heaven. So if the earth can talk about reservation, you can imagine what heaven can, or what heaven is talking about. First Samuel chapter 9, verse 22. Are we there? And Samuel took Saul and his servant and brought them into the parlor and made them sit in the chief test, are you seeing that? Chief test place among them that were bidding, which were about who? 30 persons. I don't know how to explain this. I don't know how to explain this thing. Saul did not know what was happening that day. But he did not know that heaven had organized an event for him. For events to be organized, we must know. Is that not true? We organize the way we want it. There was no invitation physically, but there was a spiritual invitation. I don't know whether somebody understands that your spiritual invitation has been sent to you by reason of this service. For that position, God has ordained for you on earth, and it must manifest speedily in Jesus' name. There was no physical invitation. God just told Prophet Samuel, "Arrange." Saul was busy looking at business. But God was preparing how Saul would be elevated. How Saul would be promoted. How Saul would be connected to his divine purpose for him. Most of us today need to say, God, I surrender. 
I surrender for being foolish. I surrender that cares are the one who has taken over my soul. Lord, from today, connect me. Do the divine arrangement. Set the heavenly invitation that will connect me to my place of blessing. Hakan, cattle, asses. Can you compare to being a king? That in your portion, can you compare to what God has reserved for you? Reservation has been made. In those days, judges were the head of states. That's why you can't be entering into a government office without a judge swearing in. Judges were the rulers. Professor Me was the highest, the number one citizen in that country as a judge and prophet. So this event was taking place at the presidential villa. So the person heaven was organizing this event for didn't know. Just as many of you do not know what God has organized for you. Amen. But this is you walk into that. Kamahara Kamahaya. He didn't know. 30 men had gathered. 30 men had gathered. Ministers had gathered. Director generals had gathered. Governors had gathered. There'll be a garden in your favor soon. A garden of standing ovation is coming in your favor. He didn't know. Come ahead, okay. He didn't know. Many of us do not know that heaven had gathered for our sake. And we are still struggling. And they are pushing us to enter that position. Some are still struggling. I want this. I want this. Mm-mm. Not what you want. But what is needful for you to accomplish God's purpose in your life. Hey! Jesus. I feel like dancing. Because the Lord just told me that that is what I have done for you, my son. I have set everything in place for you, my son. You will just walk into it. May God use people to connect you to the top. He said, Let me read that 22 again. And Samuel took Saul and his servant and brought them into the parlor. Thank God for good servants. Thank God for good servants. Be a good assistant to your boss. And made them sit in the chiefest place, the VIP seats. Chiefest. The high seat, VIP seat, was where he placed them. Among them that were bidding, which were about 30 persons. John 3. And Samuel said unto the cook, Bring the portion which I, I gave thee, of which I said unto thee, Set it by thee. Hmm. The things God has ordained for you are already reserved. Preserved. Set aside for you. In a place that no power can touch it. Prophet Samuel told the cook, keep it where nobody can touch it. Set it aside. When Saul came, he said, go and bring that one I told you to hide. Go and bring that portion, the best portion I told you to keep aside. Hey, Jesus Christ, there is somebody this morning God has placed out of the reach of your enemies. They will never get at you in Jesus' name. Amen. Kamahara, Kamahu. 24. And the cook took up the shoulder 
and that which was upon it and set it before Saul. Not before any other person. And you see people gathered. Prophets, bishops gathered. You say, but I'm nobody. These people are people that have made it. Why am I giving the best seat? Why am I giving the best service? But the people seated are higher than me. The renowned men and women seated here. And I'm nobody. I don't know them. Hey, uh, something is happening this morning. The Lord said I should tell somebody that heaven right now is an attention for your sake. Verse 24. And Samuel said, Behold, that which is left, set it before thee and eat. For unto this time had it been kept for thee. For unto this time, for unto this time, or for unto this time had it been kept for thee. Since I said, I have invited the people. So Saul did it with Samuel that day. For unto this time. Hey. For unto this time. Can I tell you a secret? Heaven has ordained this season as your own set time in Jesus' name. Amen. For unto this time, God has ordained that it is now for your soul. You were born, no? I don't know how old you are, but the reason why you are born is what you are seeing and saw. You have just walked into the reason your purpose on earth now saw. Not that business that brought you to me. But this is what you are created. Unto this time, your set time will locate you today in Jesus' name. Amen. Kamaharaka. Thank you, Lord. And when they were come down from the high place in the city, some commune with Saul upon the top of the house. After that, they began a meeting. There is somebody this one God has preserved a position, a divine seat, the choicest portion, the choicest part of his blessings for you. Amen. If you are that person, shout hallelujah. God has made a divine reservation beyond your imagination. Reservation unknown to you. God has made a divine reservation for you that no power can alter. No power can steal. No power can kill. No power can destroy. No power can revoke. But you need spiritual rebel to walk into it. So he drew sword to himself to recondition his mind for this project. He drew sword to himself to reposition his mind, his heart, his spirit for this project. God is drawing you right now through his word to reposition your mind so that you can walk into that mansion, into that position, into that level into that global success Amen. into that global announcement Amen. that he has done them for you Amen. I can tell you right now that people, dignitaries divinely arranged to celebrate your elevation to that earthly position are already ordained and are standing by Say so for the earnest expectation of the creature waiting for manifestation of the sons of God 
Many of you are pregnant with testimonies. Many of you are pregnant with blessings. Many of you are pregnant with promotions. Many of you are pregnant with fruitfulness. Many pregnant with greatness. Some are pregnant with favor. With open doors. With connection. With global breakthroughs. For that person, shout hallelujah. As you submit to spiritual rebirth, hmm, you will become God's biggest project on earth. Immediately Saul submitted, he became God's biggest project. Am I talking to somebody? All eyes were on him. Upon Manzan. That's what? He became Manzan where everybody was rushing to. Immediately he submitted to spiritual rebirth. Every blessing began to locate him. From the four corners of the earth, from the north, from the south, from the east, from the way. But by the time he turned his way back, turned his back to God again, those blessings disappeared. May you never turn your back on God. Kamaharaku. Hmm. Unknown to Saul, God had ordained 30 VIPs that will celebrate his arrival. Ah, there is somebody the Lord is telling me this morning, very soon. The people God has positioned to celebrate you will locate you in Jesus' name. Amen. Without source knowledge, heaven had already designated him heavenly VIP on earth. He never knew. No prophecy, no dream, nothing. Heaven designed him, decorated him, and made him a VIP. He just walked into a house. You are the VIP we've been waiting for. You are the one we've been waiting for. 30 people, VIP, were seated waiting for him. The seer was at the gate expecting him. There is a song I used to listen to. You decorated my life. God decorated the life, the destiny, the star of Saul. God is said to decorate somebody from today in Jesus' name. Amen. Your voice will be heard in your family. In your village, your voice will be heard. In your state, your voice will be heard. Out of the shores of this country, your voice will be heard. Fan agreement, shout hallelujah. Kamaharaka. Lord said there are 21 persons here. You are going to walk into the positions you never applied for in life. Position you never applied for. Positions you never apply for, it will just come. The mission God has called me to do, I didn't apply for it. It just came. The Lord told me that people that prayed, believing that they are the one He will use, said they are all in heaven with Him. And they thought that program was for them. Joseph didn't know that he was going to be a governor. He just woke up one day, he became a governor. Please let me help you. Don't start thinking how it will be done. Don't bother. Don't think about how it will happen. You will miss it if you think about it. You will miss it if you think about it. Just live your life and believe that you soon walk into that position. Amen. Yes, back I told the brother, prepare your passport. The Lord said, prepare your passport. Then he looked at her and he said, I don't have any relation abroad. He didn't take it serious. One day in the office, they said, can we have your passport? He realized he had made the greatest mistake in life. Because what the enemy uses to steal is doubt. Is doubt. Is doubt. 
one day you wake up and everything about you will change for good. Amen. One day, there is a phone call that will wake you up soon. Amen. And that phone call will change your life dramatically for good. Kamaharako is somebody blessed this morning. The Lord is still speaking. It's a promotion beyond your imagination will locate you this morning. Amen. This season is coming your way. Amen. It's coming your way. Amen. It's coming your way. Amen. The Lord says somebody has been anointed by heaven as VIP on this earth. Amen. Whether your enemies like it or not, they must recognize you. Before you go back to God in heaven, you must be recognized on this earth. You can't be nobody. Forget about what is happening, it will happen. There will only be storm in life. You say, Behold, they shall surely gather. They will gather, there will be storm. Have you forgotten we are in a war with two kingdoms? The devil will come to do his work to steal, to kill, and destroy. God will do his work of blessing. The devil will come to seek, to kill, and destroy. But I have come that we have life and have more work. When the devil does his work, God will renew and revive you. And move you to where he has ordained you to be. Just don't struggle with him. I don't know. You people don't understand what I'm going through this month. I just feel like as if I'm already in heaven. The kind of joy flowing in my heart. What God is telling me this month. Hey. Mm. Lord say, my son, the people sitting before you are people of valor. Amen. Men and women of integrity. Amen. Men and women of honor. Amen. Dignity. Amen. Excellent spirit. Amen. Persons of good virtue. Amen. Stop demoting yourself. Stop using your mouth to demote yourself. Know who you are. Everything about you has been packaged. 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 Joseph was in prison. He thought it was for bad. But in sight of God, it was for good. That situation you go through in life, you think it's for bad. God allow you to take it to where he's taking you to. Let me tell some of you, go and write it down today. Say, Pastor Ezekiel said it. Of the Lord. The Lord says you tell somebody here that by the time you step into what he has for you, you begin to ask him, God, can you send more storms? More storms to me so that I will enjoy more. That by the time he moves you to where he's taking you, this thing you are crying over, thinking that God has forgotten you, you begin to tell him, send more of that storm so that I will get more promotion. It has been programmed that you have to go through this path to get to where he's taking you to. My story and my testimony. You can have stories without testimonies, but you can never have testimonies without stories. Not all stories end in testimonies, but every testimony must have a story behind it. That thing you are going through is a story that will transform to your testimonies in Jesus' name. This season, standing ovation will announce your promotion, will announce your global success. We'll announce your breakthroughs. We'll announce your testimonies. We'll announce your divine recognition. It's an agreement. Shout hallelujah.
Finally, 1 Samuel chapter 9, 26, 27. And they rose early, and it came to pass about the spring of the day that Samuel called Saul to the top of the house, saying, Up, that I may send thee away. And Saul arose, and they went out, both of them, he and Samuel, abroad. And as they were going down to the end of the city, Samuel said to Saul, Bid the servant pass on before us. And he passed on. Tell your servant to move over. There is something we need to discuss that no other ears must hear. So they stand thou still a while that I may show thee the word of God. They've been talking, 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 talking throughout the night. Even in the morning, God still has some more. Hey, God still has some more for him. Somebody doesn't understand what is happening. Can I tell you what is happening in your life? The Lord said you are connected to the ocean of wealth. You are connected to the ocean of blessings. That will never dry up in Jesus' name. He says, study to be quiet. And you study to be quiet. It's not everything you tell people. That's why the Lord didn't want the servant to hear of that. Study to be quiet. And to do your own business. Mind your business. And to work with your own hands. Be productive for an idle mind is devil's workmanship. Mind your track. If you're busy, you won't be gossiping up and down. Say what they're not supposed to say. Study to be quiet. For spiritual secrets must be kept secret. Must be kept secret. Don't hold God responsible. If you use your mouth and give out information that is supposed to be between your God to witches and wizards. And the cages and you turn around and say, God said, learn how to keep your mouth shut, spiritually and physically. That's why the Lord didn't allow the young man to hear what the prophets and Saul were discussing. Spiritual rebirth empowers you to be quiet, empowers you to live a life of tolerance, have a calm spirit. It empowers you to be productive. It empowers you to be focused so that God can anoint you and use you for higher responsibilities on earth. Bow your heads. Begin to talk to the Lord on the message we have had this morning. Bless his holy name. Thank the Lord for this message. I'm going to position your mind for him through his word to draw you closer and closer to him. What is it that will stop you from walking into that design God has ordained for you on earth? God has designated, designed our life. The little thing God has put in place for us, we do not know. The life of vanity, cares of the world, worldliness has kept on pushing us away. Sinners come home. My prodigal son come home. And we are struggling. He's not calling us home that God wants to take something from us. He's coming home because he wants to bless us. What is that thing that would hinder you from occupying that position God has done for you on earth? This morning, I want us to begin to talk to the Lord. I surrender. We surrender. Come to Jesus. And for those of us who have not given their life to Christ, as men that are under the sound of my voice and desire to accept him as their Lord and Savior, this morning, begin to talk to him. Ask him for mercy, for not recognizing him, for not recognizing his voice. All this why he has been calling you. Tell him that you have had his message this morning. And this message has broken you. That by reason of this message, 
you have made up your mind to recognize him as your Lord and Savior. That this morning you have surrendered. Let his blood purge you. Deliver you from captivity of the devil. That hindered your mind from accepting him. And now you accept him as your Lord and Savior. For as many as have confessed this morning. That your Lord over their soul. Over their spirits. Over their life. But accept them into your kingdom. Let them be beneficiaries and partakers of your commonwealth here on earth and in heaven we surrender Lord for those of us who are already born again what is it that will make us not to walk partake in that commonwealth God has done for us on this day this morning let's enter ourselves of all canalities and ask for his mercy oh yes Lord Father we repent we ask for that mercy oh yes we surrender unto you this morning we ask for your throne of mercy and grace to receive us. Receive our prayers and petitions and make us to be worthy sons and daughters of the Most High God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We thank you for listening to the Anointed Word of Life by Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. You can reach us at number 7A, Awaniye Lemo Street, Ajawo Estate, off International Airport Road, Lagos, or anointedassembly.org. For prayer and counseling, please call 070-3668-7445. May God richly bless you.